Today, I thought it would be fun to talk about leadership in the coaching world because I believe that you can create leadership, right? Like people aren't just born to be a leader. I think that leadership is something that we can create and cultivate within ourselves if that's something that we want to be. And to be a coach, um, one would think you would have to be a leader if you're going to be leading other people. And if you're also going to be a coach who's leading other people, you need to be leading yourself in your own business. So I think if you're going to be a good coach, you need to have leader vibes. And I'll, that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about salted nuts versus unsalted, <laughs> which is better. Well, I mean, we all know salted is better, but the healthier option is unsalted. Yeah. And that comes back to personal values. What do you value most? Healthy food or delicious food? Yeah. You know? I do. I do. It know. all comes back to dark chocolate versus milk chocolate. <laughs> Actually, you know what I made this afternoon? I made um, Christmas crack. Have you ever heard of this before? It's like a layer of saltine crackers, like premium plus crackers with a layer of like toffee and then a layer of melted chocolate. And then you put it in the fridge and let it, let it harden. It's called Christmas crack. I've never made it, but. I've not heard of that. I have not heard of that. Supposed to be really good. But it's like salted. It's like the perfect, it's the perfect mix of like salted nuts. Cause you can actually sprinkle nuts on top. I didn't, but um, it's like salted toffee chocolate. Let me know. How that is. I'm up to try anything. Yeah. I'm excited. I think I I mentioned before last summer I had, I think it was whole wheat or no, multigrain toast. Oh, yeah. With peanut butter. Yeah. With banana, with honey and avocado. Yeah. It was all of that. Delicious. Yeah. It sounds good. Yeah. I'm not like a big banana person, but. If there was like a bit of banana, I'd be okay with it. Here's what I think about leader vibes. (laughs) And if you're watching the video edition of the podcast, you'll see that I have a giant tray of unsalted nuts that I'm begrudgingly eating. (laughs) Anyways, here's what I think about leader vibes. Mm -hmm. They're left over from Christmas, these nuts. Um, Anyways, they're profitable. Not the nuts, the leader vibes. The leader vibes are profitable. If you want to be a coach who automatically attracts clients, you have to have the essence of a leader about you, I believe. Yes, I agree. I believe. I believe, yes, you need that, but I think that's something you can cultivate. Do you think that that that's just like you're born with it or not? Or do you think you have to like, you can create it? I think it's probably both. I think some people are just naturally born with it or naturally have the vibes. And then others grow into it or create it or cultivate it. Yeah. You know? I think it definitely can be cultivated. Yeah. There's zero doubt in my mind that if a person wants to. Oh, you can. um, 100%. Cultivate a leadership personality. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Well, I did. I did it. I I did it. Boom. Yeah. I don't know if I've told the story before, but when I was in corporate, um, I was told 
in pretty much every review that I had that I had no presence. They, they the executive cold as ice. Jeez, <laughs> cold reviews. Yeah, the executive team told me on multiple occasions that I lacked presence when wow. I was being passed up for like promotions. And um, but nobody ever, speaking of leader vibes, nobody ever told me how to go about cultivating presence within the the firm. So I was kind of left on my own. Like they were like, you have no presence. And so then I was like, okay, well, I had I was kind of left on my own to figure it out, which I became very interested in um studying because you know it hurt my feelings <laughs> when they would tell me that I didn't have presence because I thought I did. So yeah, like I've I was I've been on a mission like pretty much the rest of my adult life cultivating presence and learning leadership forged in fire you are yeah man yeah all right okay so let's so look at me now look at me now i know look at you now wearing a lenny kravitz giant scarf and an all-day running hoodie (laughs) all-day running hoodie this is the podcast recording attire um I, of course, wearing green <laughs> shirt, as I'm known to do. Okay, let's talk about the five qualities of, uh, of a leader. Somebody who has leader vibes has these five qualities. Yeah. Uh, Alana wrote this list. I uh, read it, and I agree with it. Yeah. And um, I was delighted to be, not, uh, to be not modest for a moment to say, I'm pretty sure I've got all these traits nailed down. Yeah, I think you do. I think I do, too. I think you do too. Yeah, I'm feeling uh, I've got the leader vibes. You got leader vibes. We got leader <laughs> vibes. Leader vibes here on the No Excuses Coaching Podcast. Get yeah. some. Get mm-hmm. some, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we're going to tell you how to get them. The five ingredients. Yeah. All right. Number one is you got to care, ladies and gents and listeners. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. got to. You've got to be. You've got to show some genuine concern. And I think it's important to remember, like, you know, what a coach is and why you got into it and like, you know, what the purpose behind being a coach is all about, right? Like, it's to help people. Yeah. Help people change, help people grow, help people figure themselves out. And so in order to do that, you have to care. Like, you have to have empathy. You have to listen. You have to support and guide and hold space right for these people yeah that you're working with and if you can't really show that genuine concern then um well we were talking about this before we started recording but like if the words are not congruent with how that person makes you feel then it's like a a rapport breaker Mm -hmm. immediately like someone could tell you that they care but if you don't feel it, then. Yeah, that's very true. Um, caring, you must genuinely care about the people that you want to help. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, people in general are good about perceiving whether you do or not. Right. Uh-huh. And oh, so yeah. It's rare, but every now and then, you know, I'll come across a coach who you can just tell they don't care. They're just, you know, they're just here because they think it's a a way to make money and like 
there's a lot of jobs where that attitude's totally fine, right? Yeah. Like where you just want to produce a product or do a skill and get be compensated for it, and it's that basic and that and foundational, and that's fine. Yeah, coaching is not that type of product. You need to actually care about the people you're serving. It's hyper important. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is, I would say like the backbone of the entire business. Cause if you don't care, it's not sustainable. Yeah. Right? So there we go. So that's quality. Number one, you yeah. have weaker vibes in the coaching or hypnotherapy biz. You have to be able to be honest with yourself and say, you care about the people you're serving. Yeah. Cool. Okay, good. So number two is you got to be authentic. I think we've had it. We've had some episodes where we like made fun of this word, I think, or <laughs> not made fun of the word, but, but it is true. Like you do need to be true to yourself and your values and, um, you know, be honest and be transparent and be real with your audience, with the people that you're interacting with, um, like how you're showing up. Because people people are inspired by authenticity. Yeah. Right? Um, and it's also easy, like we were talking about that whole like energy is like it's easy to identify when someone isn't being authentic. And when they're not, you know, and when they are being authentic too. So yeah. um, you know, just understanding yourself and like how are you living your life and how are you leading yourself and how are you like showing up in the world is going to have a huge impact on your leadership vibes in your business and when you're working with people yeah and you know this is another one where people can tell as elena said people can tell if you're being authentic or not if you love what you're doing and you're honest about that if you are teaching content or or advocating processes that you truly believe in. That's a big one, right? Yeah, major. Yeah. Like if you're a health coach, but you like never drink water or something like that, right? Like one of those anti-water health coaches <laughs> that are running no. around these days. But that's yeah. just like it's important for you to, you know, walk the talk. Is that what it is? You walk the yeah. walk the walk and talk the talk. Yeah. Right. So, you know, like, are you living out your process? Are you, you know, practicing what you preach? Um, because if you if you have this ingredient in your leader vibe, um, then it's going to be so easy for you to sell your coaching because you're going to back it 110 percent. Right. And yeah. people won't really need the convincing. Like, this is why, like, organic marketing works so well is if if you're hitting all these like leader vibes then you shouldn't really have to convince people um about what you're selling because you're a living example of it if you are being authentic yeah it's very true it's very true the the offer that i'm i'm selling right now that i'm offering right now um it is a business training and and mentoring yeah. Program. And the people that are getting on the calls with me, the enrollment calls, um, it's such a natural, warm, organic process to enroll these folks 
because the program that I'm teaching is exactly the way I run my business right now. So it's like exactly what people have been watching me do in my business and serving others and putting out free value and stuff and, and creating a community. That's exactly what the program is. So yeah. it's like, it's very easy for them to like, look at what I'm doing and say, okay, I like that. I like what he's doing. Clearly it's working for him. And the offer is just come with me. I'll hold your hand and show you how to do exactly what I'm doing. So there's no like convincing, there's no selling, there's no, you know, there's very few like questions that even need to be discussed on these enrollment calls because people already get it by the time they show up on the call. And in order to do that, you need to be authentic. Yeah. You must. Right? Yeah. Like, um, so it's just an interesting example that's coming up. No, right I now. think that's, yeah, I think that's perfect because like if you, that's why, you know, I think that um, sales calls are great, but um they shouldn't be about, I, th I think the sales call should be about the person that's wanting to purchase and like asking questions and figuring out like if it, if they're a good fit for it, rather than you convincing someone to, you know, join your process or join your program or whatever it is. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> okay. So okay, you cool. gotta, be, gotta be caring. You gotta be authentic. Number three is a good one. You must have a visionary attitude visionary you have a clear vision and purpose you're forward thinking creative and strive for excellence i think yeah. people that have that are the kind of people that others want to work with yeah well because these like when you have that visionary mindset right it's almost kind of like the mission mindset we were talking about last week but it's like when you have a vision like you have clarity which a lot of people are seeking right um, and you have purpose, which is also something a lot of people are seeking. So um, that's like an inspiring, motivating quality that other people want to like be around, right? Like they want to be in that type of energy um, because you're thinking outside of the box. Maybe you're um, you're also thinking about possibilities. So it's a nice energy to be around because they're they're not going to feel judged by you necessarily right like yeah. if you have that lead those leader vibes you're getting on calls with people and coaching them through things and you're letting them dream big you're letting them like use their imagination and you're not like being critical or judgmental or squashing their dreams you're letting them wonder right yeah. which is a great yeah. quality to have and it's something that um, often uh, they're they're surprised by, right? Because often their peers or their parents or their colleagues are like, oh, you can't do that because of X, Y, Z, right? But you get on a call with a coach who has the leader vibes and they're like, oh, wow, you're listening to me and it's inspiring and it's exciting. And like, they feel like they're full of possibility all of a sudden. Yeah, very true. Very true. Yeah. And it's just... Um... I mean, it's just empowering to work with somebody who has a strong vision for themselves, right? Yeah, totally. They're, they're demonstrating at any given moment what it means to, you know, have a goal and move towards that goal and have a vision and know the direction that you're going, right? If you're going to work with somebody who's helping you achieve your goals, you want to know that they're an expert at achieving their goals, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's number three. 
the the consummate professional Lana Banks is wrestling with a cat on the other side of the uh, Zoom call right now and laughing hysterically at the same time. I just like I can't because like we just got a puppy and so like she doesn't come out much these days. So it's just like when she wants attention, I need to give it to her. Hey, I'm not objecting. I'm just describing what I'm seeing so that the audience can experience it as well. I encourage you to play with that cat. (laughs) Number four on the list. Number four is uh, being empowering. Mm hmm being empowering. Uh, You have a collaborative and inclusive approach to working. You trust and believe in yourself and the people you work with. Yeah. 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 Sort of like the opposite of being viciously independent, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of newer coaches, you know, are hyper reluctant to to delegate, don't want to let go of control of anything going on. Um. There's a lot of different reasons for that, but usually it's not a great thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. You want to, those eyes on that cat. Wow. They're like googly eyes. Um, There's a few different components to to being empowering and to being empowered. And part of it is trusting yourself. Part of it is trusting that you can delegate certain things to other people. Um, Part of it is trusting your clients to take action, you know, without your direct supervision sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, All kinds of things like that. Um, So empowered and empowering and empowering others. Yeah. And I think the the key bit to this too is really like believing in the people that you're working with. Because if you're, if you're in a coaching relationship with someone and you don't believe in them, then that is going to have a negative consequences in your like relationship and their ability to achieve whatever it is that they want right like you need to be like um really good at believing in them and that's going to start with believing in yourself right believing in and trusting yourself and believing in your coaching and your abilities is going to instill trust and belief in your client yeah absolutely yeah agreed um, that's a good one. And that's an important one. Yeah, super uh, important. Cool. Okay, we got one more. Yeah, last one. What's Resilience. That Resilience. Resilience. Being resilient. Yeah. Yeah. Or adaptable, right? Like adapting to I don't know. Is it is resilience and adapt adapting the exact same thing or I don't think they're the exact same thing, but I think they're connected. Yeah, totally connected. But it's really, you know, like you can um, pivot, you can um, adapt to challenging circumstances, you can adapt to setbacks, you can adapt to like, like, this makes me think of you're, you know, you're on a call with someone, but you're, you're bringing all of your resources together and thinking like, oh, I can like offer this thing and that thing. And, you know, it's not necessarily uh, part of like a blueprint or something that you're you're always following like you can kind of like problem solve yeah. like I remember when I was doing my um my master NLP training or when I finished it um Ro actually she said to me oh so now you've learned to cook <laughs> and I was like oh that's such a good analogy because it's like NLP practitioner training right is all about kind of like learning a bunch of techniques and then the master one is like mastering those techniques, but then 
you know, having the resilience, I guess, or like learning how to cook, right? Like learning how to piece it all together. And Yeah. The, um, when I think about resilient and the, the importance of being resilient in a coaching role, it's that like your clients may not always yet be super resilient and they need you to be right. Mm, yeah. Um, if they're facing challenges that are stirring them, yeah. you need to be, you need to be unstirred. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, and even, you know, these days, most of my clients are business owners, which you would think, you know, you get to be a business owner, you got to have a certain degree of self-esteem and, you know, and they all do, but like, you know, you never know what sort of emo emotional turbulence or, or emotional challenge will present itself on a seemingly innocuous coaching call. Right. And so oh, yeah, totally. even to be a business coach, you know, you're routinely going to see people break down in tears under the stress of running a business. You're routinely going to see people, you know, who are having a really hard time in a given moment, even if yesterday was great and tomorrow's going to be great, but today is not right. Mm -hmm. And you need to stand firm and be a rock in support of that person. Right. Totally. Even yeah. if, even if, you know, even considering that things go up and down in your life too. And that's part of being resilient, you know? Yeah, that is. And I think too, it's the ability to have difficult conversations with your clients too, because I think sometimes there's this tendency because the first ingredient is caring, right? So if you have genuine care and empathy about someone, there is this tendency to like please or people please and like, you know, let them feel good and let everything be comfortable, right? But this resilience piece also, um, when you're in the leader vibes, allows you to have these difficult conversations where it's like, you know that they want to go in this direction, but in your heart, you know that it would be better if they went in that direction. But as your job, it's not your job to tell them where to go either. So you kind of have to have this like very tough love type of conversation with, with clients too, and be able to like hold it steady and not be judge judgmental and not be too people pleasy. Right. But lead them to making the decision that you know is probably going to be in their best interest. Yeah. Um, that's a real, that's a real uh, interesting line to, to go down. Yeah. I actually did this week. I was in a breakthrough with someone and like, I wanted to go like, I know, I knew they wanted to go in this direction, but I was like, we got to go over here. And it was tough, right? Like it was like, I got off the call and I was like, <laughs> right. Cool. Cause you just feel yeah. like you're treading water or, you know, for an hour. And then, but the thing is, is they, they will remember that because that's leader vibes right there. Yeah. Right. Why that's why they're spending the money to work with you is not to get the answer that all their friends are giving them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sometimes you got to give that tough love and that, that does require resilience and that emotional regulation that you're talking about too. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Yeah. That's a really good example. That's a really good example. Cool. All right. Yeah, so there we go. The five uh, 
the five things that you need to have leader vibes. Yeah. Yeah. And if, you know, if there's a barrier between you and one or more of these characteristics, I suggest you talk to Alana Banks about a breakthrough. And really, yeah. Um, because here's the here's the secret, folks, in my opinion. It's that everybody has the capacity to be caring, authentic, to be a visionary, to be empowering of themselves and others, and to be resilient. These are sort of inbuilt or or uh you know from birth characteristics. It's the yeah. events of our life that kind of build barriers between us and these qualities. And so, you know, an NLP breakthrough process, like the one that Atlanta Banks is making available now, um, can remove those barriers between you and these otherwise inbuilt uh, characteristics. So think about that, folks, and maybe shoot Atlanta uh, a DM to inquire further. Yeah, that would be great. I'm also going to be hosting a workshop in February, probably mid-February, all about becoming the confident coach um, and how to create your self-image to have leader vibes, actually. <laughs> so, um, there you, go. Um, you know, if a breakthrough isn't something that you're like totally on board with just yet, come to my workshop. It'll be a two-hour workshop where we workshop your self-image. So you're actually going to come up with um, your terms and conditions, like what you're available for, what you're not available for. Uh, And this is a really great checklist because I think we actually talked about this maybe last week, but like um, it's a really great checklist to live by and like make decisions by and all that, um, all that kind of stuff. Because if it's not jiving with your image, then it's a no. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. Um, it gives you a ton of clarity and great vision and, and purpose too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So look out for that. I'll be sharing it on my social, on my socials, Facebook and Adelana Banks coaching. Cool. Yeah. I remember the original kind of workshop that, that, um, this evolved from, and it was exceptional. So, you know, with another uh, little massive amount of evolution, this next one I'm sure is going to be absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be concrete. awesome. Yeah. Actually, I remember after doing that workshop, one of the women from the group, uh, she like did a whole photo shoot and like updated all of her social media stuff. And I remember oh. her messaging me after. She was just like, "I was so inspired." Awesome, <laughs> cool, love that. Yeah. All right. That's going to be it. That's going to be it. One. So, uh, yeah, join the Simple Social social Sanctuary if you want social media help from me. Make yeah. sure you're in my free Facebook group, which is called Mission and Movement. If you can't find it, just shoot me a DM. There's a link to it in my link tree there on Instagram at Ryan Montes NLP. And uh, that's it for now. All right. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Bye, everyone.